BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Book 13, chapters 11 to 20 of The Confessions by St. Augustine, translated by E.B. Pusey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Book 13, chapter 11. Which of us comprehendeth the Almighty Trinity, and yet which speaks not of it, if indeed it be it? Rare is the soul, which, while it speaks of it, knows what it speaks of. And they contend and strive, yet without peace no man sees that vision i would that men would consider these three that are in themselves these three be indeed far other than the trinity i do but tell where they may practise themselves and there prove and feel how far they be now the three i spake of are to be to know and to will for i am and know and will I am knowing and willing, and I know myself to be and to will, and I will to be and to know. In these three, then, let him discern that can how inseparable a life there is, yes, one life, one mind, and one essence, yea, lastly, how inseparable a distinction there is, and yet a distinction. Surely a man hath it before him, let him look into himself and see, and tell me, but when he discovers and can say anything of these, let him not therefore think that he has found that which is above these unchangeable, which is unchangeably, and knows unchangeably, and wills unchangeably. And whether because these three there is in God also a trinity, or whether all three be in each, so that the three belong to each, or whether both ways at once wondrously, simply, and yet manifoldly, itself abound unto itself within itself, yet unbounded, whereby it is, and is known unto itself, and sufficeth to itself, unchangeably the self-same, by the abundant greatness of its unity. Who can readily conceive this? Who could, anyways, express it? Who would, anyway, pronounce thereon rashly? Chapter 12 Proceed in thy confession, 
say to the lord thy god o my faith holy 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 o lord my god in thy name we have been baptized father son and holy ghost in thy name do we baptize father son and holy ghost because among us also in his christ did god make heaven and earth namely the spiritual and carnal people of his church yea and our earth before it received the form of doctrine was invisible and without form and we were covered with the darkness of ignorance for thou chasteneth man for iniquity and thy judgments were like the great deep unto him but because thy spirit was born above the waters thy mercy forsook not our misery and thou saidst let there be light repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand repent ye let there be light and because our soul was troubled within us we remembered thee o lord from the land of jordan and that mountain equal unto thyself but little for our sakes and our darkness displeased us we turned unto thee and there was light and behold we were sometimes darkness but now light in the lord chapter thirteen but as yet by faith and not by sight for by hope we are saved but hope that is seen is not hope as yet doth deep call unto deep but now in the voice of thy water spouts and yet doth he that saith i could not speak unto you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal even he as yet doth not think himself to have apprehended and forgotten those things which are behind and reacheth forth to those which are before and groaneth being further burdened and his soul thirsteth after the living god as the heart after the water brooks and saith when shall i come desiring to be clothed upon with his house which is from heaven and calleth upon this lower deep saying be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind and be not children in understanding but in malice be ye children that in understanding ye may be perfect and o foolish galatians who hath bewitched you but now no longer in his own voice but in thine who sentest thy spirit from above through him who ascended up on high and set open the floodgates of his gifts that the force of his streams might make glad the city of god him doth this friend of the bridegroom sigh after having now the first-fruits of the spirit laid upon him yet still growing within himself waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of his body to him he sighs a member of the bride for him he is jealous as being a friend of the bridegroom for him he is jealous not for himself because in the voice of thy water-spouts not in his own voice doth he call to that other deep over whom being jealous he feareth lest as the serpent beguiled eve through his subtlety so their minds should be corrupted from the purity that is in our bridegroom thy only son o oh, what a light of beauty will that be when we shall see him as he is and those tears be passed away which have been my meat day and night whilst they daily say unto me where now is thy god chapter fourteen behold i too say o my god where art thou see where thou art in thee i breathe a little when i pour out my soul by myself in the voice of joy and praise 
the sound of him that keeps holy day and yet again it is sad because it relapseth and becomes a deep or rather perceives itself still to be a deep until it speaks my faith which thou hast kindled to enlighten my feet in the night why art thou sad o my soul and why dost thou trouble me hope in the lord his word is a lantern unto thy feet hope and endure until the night the mother of the wicked until the wrath of the lord be overpassed whereof we also were once children who were sometimes darkness relics whereof we bear about us in our body dead because of sin until the day break and the shadows fly away hope thou in the lord in the morning i shall stand in thy presence and contemplate thee i shall for ever confess unto thee in the morning i shall stand in thy presence and shall see the health of my countenance my god who also shall quicken our mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in us because he hath in mercy been borne over our inner darkness and floating deep from whom we have in this pilgrimage received an earnest that we should now be light whilst we are saved by hope and are the children of light and the children of the day not the children of the night nor of the darkness which yet sometimes we were betwixt whom and us in this uncertainty of human knowledge thou only dividest thou who provest our hearts and callest the light day and the darkness night for who discerneth us but thou and what have we that we have not received of thee out of the same lump vessels unto honour whereof others also were made unto dishonour chapter fifteen or who except thou our god made for us that firmament of authority over us in thy divine scripture as it is said for heaven shall be folded up like a scroll and now it is stretched over us like a skin for thy divine scripture is of more eminent authority since those mortals by whom thou dispensest it unto us underwent mortality and thou knowest lord thou knowest how thou with skins didst clothe man when they by sin became mortal whence thou hast like a skin stretched out the firmament of thy book that is thy harmonizing words which by the ministry of mortal men thou spreadest over us for by their very death was that solid firmament of authority in thy discourses set forth by them more eminently extended over all that be under it which whilst they lived here was not so eminently extended thou hadst not as yet spread abroad the heavens like a skin thou hast not as yet enlarged in all directions the glory of their deaths let us look o lord upon the heavens the work of thy fingers clear from our eyes that cloud which thou hast spread under them there is thy testimony which giveth wisdom unto the little ones perfect o my god thy praise out of the mouth of babes and sucklings for we know no other books which so destroy pride which so destroy the enemy and the defender who resisteth thy reconciliation by defending his own sins i know not lord i know not any other such pure words which so persuade me to confess and make my neck pliant to thy yoke and invite me to serve thee for naught let me understand them good father grant this to me who am placed under them because for those placed under them hast thou established them other waters there be above this firmament i believe immortal and separated from earthly corruption 
let them praise thy name let them praise thee the supercelestial people thine angels who have no need to gaze up at this firmament or by reading to know of thy word for they always behold thy face and there read without any syllables in time what willeth thy eternal will they read they choose they love they are ever reading and that never passes away which they read for by choosing and by loving they read the very unchangeableness of thy counsel their book is never closed nor their scroll folded up seeing thou thyself art this to them and art eternally because thou hast ordained them above this firmament which thou hast firmly settled over the infirmity of the lower people where they might gaze up and learn thy mercy announcing in time thee who madest times for thy mercy o lord is in the heavens and thy truth reacheth unto the clouds the clouds pass away but the heaven abideth the preachers of thy word pass out of this life into another but thy scripture is spread abroad over the people even unto the end of the world yet heaven and earth also shall pass away but thy words shall not pass away because the scroll shall be rolled together and the grass over which it was spread shall with the godliness of it pass away but thy word remaineth for ever which now appeareth unto us under the dark image of the clouds and through the glass of the heavens not as it is because we also though the well-beloved of thy son yet it hath not yet appeared what we shall be he looketh through the lattice of our flesh and he spake us tenderly and kindled us and we ran after his odours but when he shall appear then shall we be like him for we shall see him as he is as he is lord will our sight be chapter sixteen for altogether as thou art thou only knowest who art unchangeably and knowest unchangeably and willest unchangeably and thy essence knoweth and willeth unchangeably and thy knowledge is and willeth unchangeably and thy will is and knoweth unchangeably nor seemeth it right in thine eyes that as the unchangeable light knoweth itself so it should be known by the thing enlightened and changeable therefore is my soul like a land where no water is because it cannot of itself enlighten itself so can it not of itself satisfy itself for so is the fountain of life with thee like as in thy light we shall see light chapter seventeen who gathered the embittered together in one society for they have all one end a temporal and earthly felicity for attaining whereof they do all things though they waver up and down with an innumerable variety of cares who lord but thou saidst let the waters be gathered together in one place and let the dry land appear which thirsteth after thee for the sea also is thine and thou hast made it and thy hands prepared the dry land nor is the bitterness of men's wills but the gathering together of the waters called sea for thou restraineth the wicked desires of men's souls and settest them their bounds how far they may be allowed to pass that their waves may break one against another and thus makest thou it a sea by the order of thy dominion over all things but the souls that thirst after thee and that appear before thee being by other bounds divided from the society of the sea thou waterest by a sweet spring that the earth may bring forth her fruit 
and thou lord god so commanding our souls may bud forth works of mercy according to their kind loving our neighbour in the relief of his bodily necessities having seed in itself according to its likeness when from the feeling of our infirmity we compassionate so as to relieve the needy helping them as we would be helped if we were like in need not only in things easy as in herb yielding seed but also in the protection of our assistance with our best strength like the tree yielding fruit that is well doing in rescuing him that suffers wrong from the hand of the powerful and giving him the shelter of protection by the mighty strength of just judgment chapter eighteen so lord so i beseech thee let there spring up as thou doest as thou givest cheerfulness and ability let truth spring out of the earth and righteousness look down from heaven and let there be lights in the firmament let us break our bread to the hungry and bring the houseless poor to our house let us clothe the naked and despise not those of our own flesh which fruits having sprung out of the earth see it is good and let our temporary light break forth and ourselves from this lower fruitfulness of action arriving at the delightfulness of contemplation obtaining the word of life above appear like lights in the world cleaving to the firmament of thy scripture for there thou instructest us to divide between the things intellectual and the things of sense as betwixt the day and the night or between souls given either to things intellectual or things of sense so that now not thou only in the secret of thy judgments as before the firmament was made dividest between the light and the darkness but thy spiritual children also set and ranked in the same firmament now that thy grace is laid open throughout the world may give light upon the earth and divide betwixt the day and the night and be for signs of times that old things are passed away and behold all things are become new and that our salvation is nearer than when we believed and that the night is far spent and the day is at hand and that thou wilt crown thy year with blessing sending the labourers of thy goodness into thy harvest in sowing whereof others have laboured sending also into another field whose harvest shall be in the end thus grantest thou the prayers of him that asketh and blesseth the years of the just but thou art the same and in thy years which fail not thou preparest a garner for our passing years for thou by an eternal counsel dost in their proper seasons bestow heavenly blessings upon the earth for to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom as it were the greater light for their sakes who are delighted with the light of perspicuous truth as it were for the rule of the day to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit as it were the lesser light to another faith to another the gift of healing to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another diverse kinds of tongues and all these as it were stars for all these worketh the one and the selfsame spirit dividing to every man his own as he will and causing stars to appear manifestly to profit withal but the word of knowledge wherein are contained all sacraments which are varied in their seasons as it were the moon and those other notices of gifts which are reckoned up in order as it were the stars inasmuch as they come short of that brightness of wisdom which gladdens the forementioned day 
are only for the rule of the night for they are necessary to such as that thy most prudent servant could not speak unto as unto spiritual but as unto carnal even he who speaketh wisdom among those that are perfect but the natural man as it were a babe in christ and fed on milk until he be strengthened for solid meat and his eye be enabled to behold the sun let him not dwell in a night forsaken of all light but be content with the light of the moon and the stars so dost thou speak to us our all-wise god in thy book thy firmament that we may discern all things in an admirable contemplation though yet as in signs and in times and in days and in years chapter nineteen but first wash you be clean put away evil from your souls and from before mine eyes that the dry land may appear learn to do good judge the fatherless plead for the widow that the earth may bring forth the green herb for meat and the tree for bearing fruit and come let us reason together saith the lord that there may be lights in the firmament of the heaven and they may shine upon the earth that rich man asked of the good master what he should do to attain eternal life let the good master tell him whom he thought no more than man but he is good because he is god let him tell him if he would enter into life he must keep the commandments let him put away from him the bitterness of malice and wickedness not kill not commit adultery not steal not bear false witness that the dry land may appear and bring forth the honouring of father and mother and the love of our neighbour and these saith he have i kept whence then so many thorns if the earth be fruitful go root up the spreading thickets of covetousness sell that thou hast and be filled with fruit by giving to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and follow the lord if thou wilt be perfect associated with them among whom he speaketh wisdom who knoweth what to distribute to the day and to the night that thou also mayest know it and for thee there may be lights in the firmament of heaven which will not be unless thy heart be there nor will that either be unless there thy treasure be as thou hast heard of the good master but that barren earth was grieved and the thorns choked the word but you chosen generation you weak things of the world who have forsaken all that ye may follow the lord go after him and confound the mighty go after him ye beautiful feet and shine ye in the firmament that the heavens may declare his glory dividing between the light of the perfect though not as the angels and the darkness of the little ones though not despised shine over the earth and let the day lightened by the sun utter unto day speech of wisdom and night shining with the moon show unto night the word of knowledge the moon and stars shine for the night yet doth not the night obscure them seeing they give it light in its degree for behold god saying as it were let there be lights in the firmament of heaven there came suddenly a sound from heaven as it had been the rushing of a mighty wind and there appeared cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and there were made lights in the firmament of heaven having the word of life run ye to and fro everywhere ye holy fires ye beauteous fires for ye are the light of the world nor are ye put under a bushel he whom you cleave unto is exalted and hath exalted you 
run ye to and fro and be known unto all nations chapter twenty let the sea also conceive and bring forth your works and let the waters bring forth the moving creature that hath life for ye separating the precious from the vile are made the mouth of god by whom he saith let the waters bring forth not the living creature which the earth brings forth but the moving creature having life and all the fowls that fly above the earth for thy sacraments o god by the ministry of thy holy ones have moved amid the waves of temptations of the world to hallow the gentiles in thy name in thy baptism and amid these things many great wonders were wrought as it were great whales and the voice of thy messengers flying above the earth in the open firmament of thy book that being set over them as their authority under which they were to fly whithersoever they went for there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard seeing their sound is gone through all the earth and their words to the end of the world because thou lord multipliest them by blessing speak i untruly or do i mingle and confound and not distinguish between the lucid knowledge of these things in the firmament of heaven and the material works in the wavy sea and under the firmament of heaven for of these things whereof the knowledge is substantial and defined without any increase by generation as it were lights of wisdom and knowledge yet even of them the material operations are many and diverse and one thing growing out of another they are multiplied by thy blessing o god who hast refreshed the fastidiousness of mortal senses so that one thing in the understanding of our mind may by the motions of the body be many ways set out and expressed these sacraments have the waters brought forth but in thy word the necessities of the people estranged from the eternity of thy truth have brought them forth but in thy gospel because the waters themselves cast them forth the diseased bitterness whereof was the cause why they were sent forth in thy word now are all things fair that thou hast made but behold thyself art unutterably fair that madest all from whom had not adam fallen the brackishness of the sea had never flowed out of him that is the human race so profoundly curious and tempestuously swelling and relentlessly tumbling up and down and then had there been no need of thy dispensers to work in many waters after a corporal and sensible manner mysterious doings and sayings for such these moving and flying creatures now seem to me to mean whereby people being initiated and consecrated by corporal sacraments should not further profit unless their soul had a spiritual life and unless after the word of admission it looked forwards to perfection end of book thirteen chapter twenty book thirteen chapters twenty one to twenty six of the confessions by st augustine translated by e b pusey this librivox recording is in the public domain read by marianne book thirteen chapter twenty one and hereby in thy word not the deepness of the sea but the earth separated from the bitterness of the waters brings forth not the moving creature that hath life but the living soul for now hath it no more need of baptism as the heathen have and as itself had when it was covered with the waters for no other entrance is there into the kingdom of heaven since thou hast appointed that this should be the entrance nor does it seek after wonderfulness of miracles to work belief for it is not such 
that unless it sees signs and wonders it will not believe now that the faithful earth is separated from the waters that were bitter with infidelity and tongues are for a sign not to them that believe but to them that believe not neither then does the earth which thou hast founded upon the waters need that flying kind which at thy word the waters brought forth send thou thy word into it by thy messengers for we speak of their working yet it is thou that workest in them that they may work out a living soul in it the earth brings it forth because the earth is the cause that they work this in the soul as the sea was the cause that they wrought upon the moving creatures that have life and the fowls that fly under the firmament of the heavens of whom the earth hath no need although it feeds upon the fish which was taken out of the deep upon that table which thou hast prepared in the presence of them that believe for therefore was he taken out of the deep that he might feed the dry land and the fowl though bred in the sea is yet multiplied upon the earth for of the first preachings of the evangelists man's infidelity was the cause yet are the faithful also exhorted and blessed by them manifoldly from day to day but the living soul takes his beginning from the earth for it profits only those already among the faithful to contain themselves from the love of this world so that their soul may live unto thee which was dead while it lived in pleasure in death bringing pleasures lord for thou lord art the life-giving delight of the pure heart now then let thy ministers work upon the earth not as upon the waters of infidelity by preaching and speaking by miracles and sacraments and mystic words wherein ignorance the mother of admiration might be intent upon them out of a reverence towards those secret signs for such is the entrance unto the faith for the sons of adam forgetful of thee while they hide themselves from thy face and become a darksome deep but let thy ministers work now as on the dry land separated from the whirlpools of the great deep and let them be a pattern unto the faithful by living before them and stirring them up to imitation for thus do men hear so as not to hear only but to do also seek the lord and your soul shall live and the earth may bring forth the living soul be not conformed to the world contain yourselves from it the soul lives by avoiding what it dies by affecting contain yourselves from the ungoverned wildness of pride the sluggish voluptuousness of luxury and the false name of knowledge so that the wild beasts may be tamed the cattle broken to the yoke the serpents harmless for these be the motions of our mind under an allegory that is to say the haughtiness of pride the delight of lust and the poison of curiosity are the motions of a dead soul for the soul dies not so as to lose all motion because it dies by forsaking the fountain of life and so is taken up by this transitory world and is conformed unto it but thy word o god is the fountain of life eternal and passeth not away wherefore this departure of the soul is restrained by thy word when it is said unto us be not conformed unto this world so that the earth may in the fountain of life bring forth a living soul that is a soul made continent in thy word by thy evangelists by following the followers of thy christ for this is after his kind because a man is wont to imitate his friend be ye saith he as i am for i also am as you are thus in this living soul shall there be good beasts in meekness of action 
for thou hast commanded go on with thy business in meekness so shalt thou be beloved by all men and good cattle which neither if they eat shall they overabound nor if they eat not have any lack and good serpents not dangerous to do hurt but wise to take heed at only making so much search into this temporal nature as may suffice that eternity be clearly seen being understood by the things that are made for these creatures are obedient unto reason when being restrained from deadly prevailing upon us they live and are good for behold o lord our god our creator when our affections have been restrained from the love of the world by which we died through evil living and begun to be a living soul through good living and thy word which thou spakest by thy apostle is made good in us be not conformed to this world there follows that also which thou presently subjoinest saying but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind not now after your kind as though following your neighbour who went before you nor as living after the example of some better men for thou saidst not let man be made after his kind but let man be made after our own image and similitude that we might prove what thy will is for to this purpose said that dispenser of thine who begat children by thy gospel that he might not for ever have them babes whom he must be fain to feed with milk and cherish as a nurse be ye transformed saith he by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god wherefore thou sayest not let man be made but let us make man nor sayest thou according to his kind but after our image and likeness for man being renewed in his mind and beholding and understanding thy truth needs not man as his director so as to follow after his kind but by thy direction proveth what is that good that acceptable and perfect will of thine yea thou teachest him now made capable to discern the trinity of the unity and the unity of the trinity wherefore to that said in the plural let us make man is subjoined in the singular and god made man and to that said in the plural after our likeness is subjoined in the singular after the image of god thus is man renewed in the knowledge of god after the image of him that created him and being made spiritual he judgeth all things all things which are to be judged yet himself is judged of no man chapter twenty three but that he judgeth all things this answers to his having dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowls of the air and over all cattle and wild beasts and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth for this he doth by the understanding of his mind whereby he perceiveth the things of the spirit of god whereas otherwise man being placed in honour had so understanding and is compared unto the brute beasts and is become like unto them in thy church therefore o our god according to thy grace which thou hast bestowed upon it for we are thy workmanship created unto good works not those only who are spiritually set over but they also who spiritually are subject to those that are set over them for in this way didst thou make man male and female in thy grace spiritual where according to the sex of body there is neither male nor female because neither jew nor grecian neither bond nor free spiritual persons whether such as are set over or such as obey do judge spiritually not of that spiritual knowledge which shines in the firmament 
for they ought not to judge as to so supreme authority nor may they judge of thy book itself even though sometimes there shineth not clearly for we submit our understanding unto it and hold for certain that even what is closed to our sight is yet rightly and truly spoken for so man though now spiritual and renewed in the knowledge of god after his image that created him ought to be a doer of the law not a judge nor doth he judge of that distinction of spiritual and carnal men who are known unto thine eyes o our god and have not as yet discovered themselves unto us by works that by their fruits we might know them but thou lord dost even now know them and hast divided and called them in secret or ever the firmament was made nor doth he though spiritual judge the unquiet people of this world for what hath he to do to judge them that are without knowing not which of them shall hereafter come into the sweetness of thy grace and which continue in the perpetual bitterness of ungodliness man therefore whom thou hast made after thine own image received not dominion over the lights of heaven nor over that hidden heaven itself nor over the day and the night which thou callest before the foundation of the heaven nor over the gathering together of the waters which is the sea but he received dominion over the fishes of the sea and the fowls of the air and over all cattle and over all the earth and over all creeping things which creep upon the earth for he judgeth and approveth what he findeth right and he disalloweth what he findeth amiss whether in the celebration of those sacraments by which such are initiated as thy mercy searches out in many waters or in that in which that fish is set forth which taken out of the deep the devout earth feedeth upon or in the expression and signs of words subject to the authority of thy book such signs as proceed out of the mouth and sound forth flying as it were under the firmament by interpreting expounding discoursing disputing consecrating and praying unto thee so that the people may answer amen the vocal pronouncing of all which words is occasioned by the deep of this world and the blindness of the flesh which cannot see thoughts so that there is need to speak aloud into the ears so that although flying fowls be multiplied upon the earth yet they derive their beginning from the waters the spiritual man judgeth also by allowing of what is right and disallowing what he finds amiss in the works and lives of the faithful their alms as it were the earth bringing forth fruit and of the living soul living by the taming of the affections in chastity in fasting in holy meditations and of these things which are perceived by the senses of the body upon all these is he now said to judge wherein he hath also power of correction but what is this and what kind of mystery behold thou blessest mankind o lord that they may increase and multiply and replenish the earth dost thou not thereby give us a hint to understand something why didst thou not as well bless the light which thou callest day nor the firmament of heaven nor the lights nor the stars nor the earth nor the sea i might say that thou o god who created us after thine image i might say that it had been thy good pleasure to bestow this blessing peculiarly upon man hast thou not in like manner blessed the fishes and the whales that they should increase and multiply and replenish the waters of the sea and that the fowl should be multiplied upon the earth 
i might say likewise that this blessing pertained properly unto such creatures as are bred of their own kind had i found it given to the fruit-trees and plants and beasts of the earth but now neither unto the herbs nor the trees nor the beasts nor serpents is it said increase and multiply notwithstanding all these as well as the fishes fowls or men do by generation increase and continue their kind what then shall i say o truth my light that it was idly said and without meaning not so o father of piety far be it from a minister of thy word to say so and if i understand not what thou meanest by that phrase let my betters that is those of more understanding than myself make better use of it according as thou my god hast given to each man to understand but let my confession also be pleasing in thine eyes wherein i confess unto thee that i believe o lord that thou spakest not so in vain nor will i suppress what this lesson suggests to me for it is true nor do i see what should hinder me from thus understanding the figurative sayings of thy bible for i know a thing to be manifoldly signified by corporal expressions which is understood one way by the mind and that understood many ways in the mind which is signified one way by corporal expression behold the single love of god and our neighbour by what manifold sacraments and innumerable languages and in each several language in how innumerable modes of speaking it is corporally expressed thus do the offsprings of the waters increase and multiply observe again whosoever readest this behold what scripture delivers and the voice pronounces one only way in the beginning god created heaven and earth is it not understood manifoldly not through any deceit of error but by various kinds of true senses thus do man's offspring increase and multiply if therefore we conceive of the natures of the things themselves not allegorically but properly then does the phrase increase and multiply agree unto all things that come of seed but if we treat the words as figuratively spoken which i rather suppose to be the purpose of this scripture which doth not surely superfluously ascribe this benediction to the offspring of aquatic animals and man only then do we find multitude to belong to creatures spiritual as well as corporal as in heaven and earth and to souls both righteous and unrighteous as in light and darkness and to holy authors who have been the ministers of the law unto us as in the firmament which is settled betwixt the waters and the waters and to the society of people yet in the bitterness of infidelity as in the sea and to the zeal of holy souls as in the dry land and to works of mercy belonging to this present life as in the herbs bearing seed and in trees bearing fruit and to spiritual gifts set forth for edification as in the lights of heaven and to affections formed unto temperance as in the living soul in all these instances we meet with multitudes abundance and increase but what shall in such wise increase and multiply that one thing may be expressed many ways and one expression understood many ways we find not except in signs corporally expressed and in things mentally conceived by signs corporally pronounced we understand the generations of the waters necessarily occasioned by the depth of the flesh by things mentally conceived human generations on account of the fruitfulness of reason and for this end do we believe thee lord to have said these things increase and multiply 
for in this blessing i conceive thee to have granted us a power and a faculty both to express several ways what we understand but one and to understand several ways what we read to be obscurely delivered but in one thus are the waters of the sea replenished which are not moved by several significations thus with human increase is the earth also replenished whose dryness appeareth in its longing and reason ruleth over it chapter twenty five i would also say o lord my god what the following scripture minds me of yea i will say and not fear for i will say the truth thyself inspiring me with what thou wilt me to deliver out of these words but by no other inspiration than thine do i believe myself to speak truth seeing thou art the truth and every man a liar he therefore that speaketh a lie speaketh of his own that therefore i may speak truth i will speak of thine behold thou hast given unto us for fruit every herb bearing which is upon all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed and not to us alone but also to all the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the earth and to all creeping things but unto the fishes and to the great whales hast thou not given them now we say that by these fruits of the earth were signified and figured in an allegory the works of mercy which are provided for the necessities of this life out of the fruitful earth such an earth was the devout onesiphorus into whose house thou gavest mercy because he often refreshed thy paul and was not ashamed of his chain thus also the brethren and such fruit did they bear who out of macedonia supplied what was lacking to him but how grieved he for some trees which did not afford him the fruit due unto him where he saith at my first answer no man stood by me but all men forsook me i pray god that it may not be laid to their charge for these fruits are due to such as minister the spiritual doctrine unto us out of their understanding of the divine mysteries and they are due to them as men yea and due to them also as the living soul which giveth itself as an example in all continency and do unto them also as flying creatures for their blessings which are multiplied upon the earth because their sound went out into all the lands chapter twenty six but they are fed by these fruits that are delighted with them nor are they delighted with them whose god is their belly for neither in them that yield them are the things yield the fruit but with what mind they yield them he therefore that served god and not his own belly i plainly see why he rejoiced i see it and i rejoice with him for he had received from the philippians what they had sent by epaphroditus unto him and yet i perceive why he rejoiced for whereat he rejoiced upon that he fed for speaking in truth i rejoiced saith he greatly in the lord that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again wherein ye were also careful but it had become wearisome unto you these philippians then had now dried up with a long weariness and withered as it were as to bearing this fruit of a good work and he rejoiceth for them that they flourished again not for himself that they supplied his wants therefore subjoins he not that i speak in respect of want for i have learned in whatsoever state i am therewith to be content i know both how to be abased and i know how to abound everywhere and in all things i am instructed both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need 
I can do all things through him which strengtheneth me. Whereat then rejoiceth thou, O great Paul? Whereat rejoiceth thou? Whereon feedest thou, O man, renewed in the knowledge of God, after the image of him that created thee, thou living soul, of so much continency, thou tongue like flying fowls, speaking mysteries? For to such creatures is this food due. What is it that feeds thee? Joy. We hear what follows. Notwithstanding, ye have done well, that ye did communicate with my affliction. Hereat he rejoiceth, hereon feedeth, because they had done well, not because his strait was eased, who saith unto thee, Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress, for that he knew to abound, and to suffer want, in thee who strengthenest him. For ye Philippians also know, saith he, that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity. Unto these good works he now rejoiceth that they are returned, and is gladdened that they flourished again, as when a fruitful field resumes its green. Was it for his own necessities, because he said, Ye sent unto my necessity? Rejoiceth he for that? Verily not for that. But how know we this? Because he himself says immediately, Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit. I have learned of thee, my God, to distinguish betwixt a gift and fruit. A gift is the thing itself which he gives, that imparts these necessaries unto us, as money, meat, drink, clothing, shelter, help. But the fruit is the good and right will of the giver, for the good master said not only, He that receiveth a prophet, but added, In the name of a prophet. Nor did he only say, He that receiveth a righteous man, but added, In the name of a righteous man. So verily shall the one receive the reward of a prophet, the other the reward of a righteous man. Nor saith he only, He that shall give to drink a cup of cold water to one of my little ones, but added, in the name of a disciple. And so concludeth, Verily I say unto you, He shall not lose his reward. The gift is, to receive a prophet, to receive a righteous man, to give a cup of cold water to a disciple. But the fruit, to do this in the name of a prophet, in the name of a righteous man, in the name of a disciple. With fruit was Elijah fed by the widow that knew she fed a man of God, and therefore fed him. But by the raven was he fed with a gift, nor was the inner man of Elijah so fed, but the outer only, which might also for want of that food have perished. End of Book 13, Chapter 26book thirteen chapters twenty seven to thirty eight of the confessions by st augustine translated by e b pusey this librivox recording is in the public domain read by marianne book thirteen chapter twenty seven i will then speak what is true in thy sight o lord that when carnal men and infidels for the gaining and initiating whom the initiatory sacraments and the mighty workings of miracles are necessary which we suppose to be signified by the name of fishes and whales, undertake the bodily refreshment, or otherwise succour thy servant with something useful for his present life. Whereas they be ignorant, why this is to be done, and to what end? Neither do they feed these, nor are these fed by them, 
because neither do the one do it out of a holy and right intent nor do the other rejoice at their gifts whose fruit they as yet behold not for upon that is the mind fed of which it is glad and therefore do not the fishes and whales feed upon such meats as the earth brings not forth until after it was separated and divided from the bitterness of the waves of the sea chapter twenty eight and thou o god sawest everything that thou hast made and behold it was very good yea we also see the same and behold all things are very good of the several kinds of thy works thou hast said let them be and they were thou sawest each that it was good seven times have i counted it to be written that thou sawest that which thou madest was good and this is the eighth that thou sawest everything that thou hast made and behold it was not only good but also very good as being now altogether for severally they were only good but altogether both good and very good all beautiful bodies express the same by reason that a body consisting of members all beautiful is far more beautiful than the same members by themselves are by whose well-ordered blending the whole is perfected notwithstanding that the members severally be also beautiful chapter twenty nine and i looked narrowly to find whether seven or eight times thou sawest that thy works were good when they pleased thee but in thy seeing i found no times whereby i might understand that thou sawest so often what thou madest and i said lord is not this thy scripture true since thou art true and being truth hast set it forth why then dost thou say unto me that in thy seeing there be no times whereas this thy scripture tells me that what thou madest each day thou sawest that it was good and when i counted them i found how often unto this thou answerest me for thou art my god and with a strong voice tellest thy servant in his inner ear breaking through my deafness and crying o man that which my scripture saith i say and yet doth that speak in time but time has no relation to my word because my word exists in equal eternity with myself so the things which ye see through my spirit i see like as what ye speak by my spirit i speak and so when ye see those things in time i see them not in time and when ye speak in time i speak them not in time chapter thirty and i heard o lord my god and drank up a drop of sweetness out of thy truth and understood that certain men there be who mislike thy works and say that many of them thou madest compelled by necessity such as the fabric of the heaven and harmony of the stars and that thou madest them not of what was thine but that they were otherwise and from other sources created for thee to bring together and compact and combine when out of thy conquered enemies thou raisest up the walls of the universe that they bound down by this structure might not again be able to rebel against thee for other things they say thou neither madest them nor either compactest them such as all flesh and all very minute creatures and whatsoever hath its root in the earth but that a mind at enmity with thee and another nature not created by thee and contrary to thee did in these lower stages of the world beget and frame these things frenzied are they who say thus because they see not thy works by thy spirit nor recognize thee in them chapter thirty one 
but they who by thy spirit see these things thou seest in them therefore when they see that these things are good thou seest that they are good and what through thy spirit please us they please thee in us for what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man which is in him even so the things of god knoweth no one but the spirit of god now we saith he have received not the spirit of this world but the spirit which is of god that we might know the things that are freely given to us of god and i am admonished truly the things of god knoweth no one but the spirit of god how then do we also know what things are given us of god answer is made me because these things which we know by his spirit even these no one knoweth but the spirit of god for as it is rightly said unto those that were to speak by the spirit of god it is not ye that speak so it is rightly said to them that know through the spirit of god it is not ye that know and no less then is it rightly said to those that see through the spirit of god it is not ye that see so whatsoever through the spirit of god they see be good it is not they but god that sees that it is good it is one thing then for a man to think that to be ill which is good as the forenamed do and another that that which is good a man should see that it is good as thy creatures be pleasing unto many because they be good whom yet thou pleasest not in them when they prefer to enjoy them to thee and another that when a man sees a thing that is good god should in him see that it is good so namely that he should be loved in that which he made who cannot be loved but by the holy ghost which he hath given because the love of god is shed abroad in our hearts by the holy ghost which is given unto us by whom we see that whatsoever in any degree is is good for from him it is who himself is not in degree but what he is is chapter thirty two thanks be to thee o lord we behold the heaven and earth whether the corporal part superior and inferior or the spiritual and corporal creature and in the adorning of these parts where the universal pile of the world or rather the universal creation doth consist we see light made and divided from the darkness we see the firmament of heaven whether that primary body of the world between the spiritual upper waters and the inferior corporal waters or since this also is called heaven the space of air through which wander the fowls of heaven betwixt those waters which are in vapours borne above them and in clear nights distilled down in dew and those heavier waters which flow along the earth we behold a face of waters gathered together in the fields of the sea and the dry land both void and formless so as to be visible and harmonized yea and the matter of herbs and trees we behold the lights shining from above the sun to suffice for the day the moon and the stars to cheer the night and that by all these time should be marked and signified we behold on all sides a moist element replenished with fishes beasts and birds because the grossness of the air which bears up the flights of birds thickeneth itself by the exhalation of the waters we behold the face of the earth decked out with earthly creatures and man created after thy image and likeness even through that thy very image and likeness that is the power of reason and understanding set over all irrational creatures and as in his soul there is one power which has dominion by directing another made subject that it might obey 
so was therefore the man corporally also made a woman who in the mind of her reasonable understanding should have a parity of nature but in the sex of her body should be in like manner subject to the sex of her husband as the appetite of doing is fain to conceive the skill of right doing from the reason of the mind these things we behold and they are severally good and altogether very good chapter thirty three let thy works praise thee that we may love thee and let us love thee that thy works may praise thee from which time have beginning and endings rising and setting growth and decay form and privation they have then their succession of morning and evening part secretly part apparently for they were made of nothing by thee not of thee not of any matter thine or that was before but of matter concreted that is at the same time created by thee because to its state without form thou without any interval of time didst give form for seeing the matter of heaven and earth is one thing and the form another thou madest the matter of merely nothing but the form of the world out of the matter without form yet both together so that the form should follow the matter without any interval of delay chapter thirty four we have also examined what thou wilt to be shadowed forth whether by the creation or the relation of things in such an order and we have seen that things singly are good and together very good in thy word in thy only begotten both heaven and earth the head and the body of the church in thy predestination before all times without morning and evening but when thou beganest to execute in time the things predestined to the end thou mightest reveal hidden things and rectify our disorders for our sins hung over us and we had sunk into the dark deep and thy good spirit was borne over us to help us in due season and thou didst justify the ungodly and dividest them from the wicked and thou madest the firmament of the authority of thy book between those placed above who were to be docile unto thee and those under who were to be subject unto them and thou gatherest together the society of unbelievers into one conspiracy that the zeal of the faithful might appear and they might bring forth works of mercy even distributing to the poor their earthly riches to obtain heavenly and after this didst thou kindle certain lights in the firmament thy holy ones having the word of life and shining with an eminent authority set on high through spiritual gifts after that again for the initiation of the unbelieving gentiles didst thou out of corporal matter produce the sacraments and visible miracles and forms of words according to the firmament of thy book by which the faithful should be blessed and multiplied next didst thou form the living soul of the faithful through affections well ordered by the vigour of continency and after that the mind subjected to thee alone and needing to imitate no human authority hast thou renewed after thy image and likeness and didst subject its rational actions to the excellency of the understanding as the woman to the man and to all offices of thy ministry necessary for the perfecting of the faithful in this life thou wilt that for their temporal uses good things fruitful to themselves in time to come be given by the same faithful all these we see and they are very good because thou seest them in us who hast given us unto thy spirit by which we might see them and in them love thee chapter thirty five o lord our god give peace unto us 
for thou hast given us all things the peace of rest the peace of the sabbath which hath no evening for all this most goodly array of things very good having finished their courses is to pass away for in them there was morning and evening chapter thirty six but the seventh day hath no evening nor hath its setting because thou hast sanctified it to an everlasting continuance and that which thou didst after thy works which were very good resting the seventh day although thou madest them in unbroken rest that may the voice of thy book announce beforehand to us that we also after our works therefore very good because thou hast given them us shall rest in thee also in the sabbath of eternal life chapter thirty seven for then shalt thou so rest in us as now thou workest in us and so shalt that be thy rest through us as these are thy works through us but thou lord ever workest and art ever at rest nor dost thou see in time nor art moved in time nor restest in time and yet thou makest things seen in time yea the times themselves and the rest which results from time chapter thirty eight we therefore see these things which thou madest because they are but they are because thou seest them and we see without but they are and within that they are good but thou sawest them there when made where thou sawest them yet to be made and we were at later time moved to do well after our hearts had conceived of thy spirit but in the former time we were moved to do evil forsaking thee but thou the one the good god didst never cease doing good and we also have some good works of thy gift but not eternal after them we trust to rest in thy great hallowing but thou being the good which needeth no good art ever at rest because thy rest is thou thyself and what man can teach men to understand this or what angel an angel or what angel a man let it be asked of thee sought in thee knocked for at thee so so shall it be received so shall it be found so shall it be opened amen gratias tibi domini End of Book 13 And End of The Confessions by St. Augustine Translated by E.B. Pusey Read by Marianne Spiegel in Chicago, Illinois October 2015Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.